welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Hello and welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. Back again after a long, long time. Who we got in the house? Sean, how you doing? So so. <laughs> Monsieur Abbas, how you doing? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. We good. We good. <laughs> Stuart can't be with us at the moment. He's too busy celebrating. West Ham's victory over Newcastle. And uh, speaking of which, uh, Monsieur Abbas, can you uh, run us through the results? Yes, so, <clears throat> going to go through Saturday's results. So, it was uh, Tottenham Hotspurs versus Arsenal that finished 1-1. Bournemouth versus Man City that finished 1-0 for Man City. Brighton versus Huddersfield that finished 1-0 for Brighton. Burnley versus Crystal Palace that finished 3-1 Crystal Palace. My United versus Southampton, entertaining game as always. 3-2 My United. <laughs> Wolves versus Cardiff, 2-0 for Wolves. And West Ham versus Newcastle, 2-0 to West Ham. Hence why Stuart's not here, still hungover. Um, then obviously <laughs> today's games, Watford versus Leicester. That was a last minute win for Watford, 2-1. Fulham versus Chelsea, that was a Chelsea victory with 2-1. And Everton versus Liverpool, that was a snorefest at 0-0. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear I mean there's no better place to start than the North London Derby Tottenham a couple of weeks ago were fighting for the title I put that in brackets uh, <laughs> now they're fighting for fourth <laughs> you know what I mean a lot can change in one week you know my days I mean we, 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 I'll, I, I want to start this off with uh, Sean you always have something interesting to say when Arsenal is concerned. What do you make of this game? They're their own worst enemies, I'll be honest. They are <laughs> their own worst enemies. They started off well. Ramsey's goal, brilliant. Big loss to them when he goes end of the season. Hey-ho. For free? <laughs> you said it. Yeah, big loss for them, but they're their own worst enemies. I mean, they were like in control that... They should. They they had the opportunities to put this game to bed as well, because oh, yeah. was it Lacazette? Yeah. Two squandered two good opportunities, yeah. And then up steps Mustafi. Why would you make a challenge like that on Harry Kane? He wasn't. He wasn't going to get the ball. There was no need to even. Ah, oh, mate. You. I don't know. If I was Arsenal fan, I, you're the last man I'd ever want to see in the team. I think I'd more want to see Xhaka than see you. <laughs> Because you, you are know, a calamity. You know, um, uh, Mourinho once said, what's he called? Uh, Wenger is a specialist in failure. I think there's also a culture of stupidity as, as far as Arsenal are concerned. Because there's some one thing that happened just before that um, Kane equaliser. I don't know if you saw this. You know when um, Mkhitaryan got the yellow card? Because Kane was running through and, you know, the, the defender was by far and away going to get the ball, you know. Mkhitaryan just swiped him for no yeah. reason and I'm thinking why why you, you put yourself <laughs> on a yellow card for, like what kind of stupidity is this man and I think just a few minutes after that that's when obviously the incident you're talking about with uh, Mustafi you know where 
yes, he was offside. I mean, you know, with VAR next season, that goal won't be, you won't even be a penalty. But, you know, you've, they've only got them for those to blame, as like you said, didn't it? Mustafi coming in with that budge in his back, you know, I don't know what you thought he was doing there, but absolutely. Yeah, if it, culture if of stupidity. It's, it's un, it was an unnecessary attempt to do it, to be hard. That's just the way I see it. Unnecessary mm. attempt. Like, uh, until you know for a fact that it's been called as offside, and you know, and you want to, you, I know you want to leave your mark on a striker as most defenders do in these day and age, but time and place, you don't know who's been called offside and it's in the penny area. There's no need to touch Harry Kane, there's absolutely none, right? And it's <laughs> exactly. just one of those things you, it, you've taken a step forward, you might even have taken two steps forward. Now, all of a sudden, you've pegged yourself back by taking a step backwards by doing stuff like that, you know, And you're right, Mkhitaryan, um. A Mkhitaryan as well to get a yellow card for no reason that means if now you have you are the last person and you have to make the most important challenge um, like to bring do someone it. down a professional foul <laughs> you can't do it now that person has to run past you you know it, it's just, uh, it's silly it's very silly do you know what saying that I don't know who's worse who's more of a bottle job Arsenal or Tottenham because boy it's a battle of I'm the bottle jobs it, I'm, yeah. I'm telling you I'm calling it Tottenham <laughs> not even battle of North London battle of the bottle jobs I think that's <laughs> yeah. right I think That's probably the title of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. That is definitely the title. Because looking at it, I mean, from a, if we're just looking at performance-wise and not the result, Arsenal will be the happier of the two, the two teams there, I think. You know, especially playing away from home. They're set up nicely to hit them on the break. I thought the second half as well, you know, because I heard Harry Kane talking about, you know, they were much better in the second half. I don't think they were because... They could have got slapped with some more if um, Arsenal a bit more clinical. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would have been a comfortable 3 1. Yeah, exactly. Do, and, there was um, another point. Len- Arsenal should have won anyway. Leno, yeah. Leno made a good save. Two good saves. Two doubles. Yeah, double, double save. save. Yeah. yeah, absolutely ex- ex- now, exquisite. Right. right, now let's get to the talking point now, yeah? The penalty that Abamyang won. Was that a penalty to you? Yes or no? Uh, yeah. he, to me, me he was already on his way down, but he yeah. made contact. That's the that's the. Uh, okay. So I, I, that's I, I just it watched it. I've just watched it again right now, and that's a hell no for me. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, it, I, mean, I will harsh. take it if it. If, mm. I, if I think that's it's harsh. My team, harsh. If that's my team, I take it. But if I'm the opposition, I'm trying to kill. Oh, you're, you're, you're complaining, and you're complaining. Yeah. I reckon yeah. with VAR, that's probably overruled. But yeah. then you know what? Even if it was even right, even if they did give the penalty, now VAR would have made Arsenal have a retake because as Aubameyang's gone to take the penalty, Vertonghen's already in the box before he's kicked it. He's almost yeah. next to him. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, he's almost get, next to him. Is, is, was it a Vertonghen clearance on the line yeah. or, or did he kick Aubameyang in the air? Because I couldn't see that properly when I was watching. But then even for him to be in that position, he's yeah, getting yeah, that so advantage it, by, yeah. being, by, by being encroaching in the area, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So... That's definitely something that... But that's, that's one of them rules in football that the officials don't really pay attention. How many times do we see a, a, a penalty kick being retaken? It's very rare, but it happens all the time. The keeper comes off the line or people sort of... Uh, the, one with the, the one with the keeper coming off the line is so pointless. I mean, there was a point that they made... They made a point of it for about three months where they were like, keeper must be on the line. And then afterwards, as the guy's about to kick it, the keeper would just step forward one step. Yeah, like look at um, the Leicester keeper, Schmeichel. You know, he, yeah. he, he does a little one-two cha-cha-cha forward every time before the, kick, <laughs> you know what I mean? before the kick is taken. Like, he's already halfway to the kicker, like, you know what I mean? That's his little special move on the penalties. And, he, you know, he rarely ever gets um, a retake kind of thing, you know? 
But although I do think sometimes if the penalty goes in, no one then he shouldn't retake it. Do you know what yeah, I mean? No, no one cares. It's <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? If he doesn't go in, then yeah, retake it. But yeah, like like uh, Sean said, definitely, definitely a few the officials had a slight nightmare. But I mean, I'm going to have to go straight into this L because Aubameyang, you're meant to be the talisman of this team. You've watched your strike partner squander chances all game. You know, you've been put on to be Mr. Clinical, you know what I mean, to finish these guys off. Yep. You know, and then you get a penalty and just your facial expressions alone. I mean, if I, could, if I was your teammate, I, I saw that, I would have told you, big man, just step away. Let's get somebody else. Because <laughs> so, you did not look confident. And to do that soggy... Uh, yeah, he looked frightened. He looked frightened. He, he looked like he was the keeper about to face the penalty. You know what I mean? He looked shook. You know, and you're you're uh, supposed to be a lethal striker. I know your yeah, penalty is aimed for everyone, but I'm sorry, as a striker, you should be at least competent. And to do that soggy, soggy, you know, Benteke esque penalty. <laughs> I mean, and then you know, I mean, right towards the end of the game, you know, you win that. You're one point behind um, Spurs. You know, North London derby. You know, North London's red again. Nah, I mean, you know, that is unforgivable absolutely unforgivable and well deserving of this week's L is he having a laugh? absolutely absolutely and I think for me as well uh, Pochettino you're very lucky to not get the L this week I very think, lucky I mean I've, I've called I've been told off for calling him a choker because everyone's always said that he doesn't have to he doesn't have the balance of the finances, etc., etc. But my thing is, you always pick something that you're strong at. You're not going to win the title. I'm sorry, I refuse to believe they're going to win the title ever. So try and get a cup run. You're not going to if you don't if you're not going to win the title, you're most likely not going to win the Champions League. So try and win something. He's meant to be this brilliant manager. Obviously, he's he's been touted as next in line for United job if they don't give it to Ole. In my head, I'm thinking, but this guy actually hasn't won anything. And he always, coming to this point of the season, his team always seems to just collapse, in a sense. The, the, These guys what, were 10 me. points ahead. No, there were 14 points, I think, or 12 points ahead of United. And now, we're three points behind them. And Arsenal could have been two points behind them if they had won today. Where did this gap just evaporate, evaporate from? The yeah, only defence I'll have for, for Pochettino is... Even before Pochettino, Tottenham have always been a choking club anyway. Probably even worse. Yeah, yeah before, right. before, you know what I mean? Before he arrived, you know, but, and, and to, 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 I'll slightly defend him on this because I think as well, the problem with football these days, especially the clubs of, um, the top six clubs anyway, you know, unless you've got a really big squad, they don't really care about the cup. They're more interested in the trophy that is Champions League because the way these clubs are prioritise the season they're looking at finishing top four as a trophy that is a trophy to um, to Tottenham I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure if you give them an option FA Cup or trophy I'm sure the fans will want the FA Cup but you know the club the club you know, f- you know the inside people in the club I'm sure they prioritise finishing top four and that's the problem yeah, yeah but that, you know no one, no one no one yeah. <clears throat> but the yeah, problem is a... no one remembers you your CV as a manager I mean you've got to be a little bit selfish as well isn't it because your CV kind of looks dusty oh yeah I finished top four in five seasons or oh yeah I got a couple of FA Cups and you know what I mean I think it looks a bit better if you've got trophies in there but yeah I don't think it's all um, 
Pochettino's fault. That's the thing that's to do more financial from inside the club. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all yeah. it is. And that's why these clubs don't really care care too much for um, the FA Cup. It's only, you know, the the big, big clubs with the with the big um budget with the big squads like the Man Cities that can fight on four fronts because you know what I mean they've got two or three players for every position sort of thing. You know, the likes of Tottenham, I think, you know, the league is the be all and end all. And I think I think for me, Pochettino is he's almost fighting against a, a culture that's been at that club for donkey's years. years. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, to, to for him to try and turn it around, you know, it's gonna be very very difficult because you know there's been a few times isn't it in the last 20 years where Tottenham have had a decent team where they've you know collected you know the Berbatov Van der Vaart Bale team you know that was you know they had a little decent run with that but yeah actually that one that one at least won a trophy innit <laughs> they got I think they, they, won, they won Carling Cup yeah twice or something <laughs> yeah, like that yeah. but you know like, this one is well. this one is arguably a more balanced better team but it's got zero to show for it so and, and, and yeah. that's and you know when you look at the history of a club that's what actually what matters that's actually what matters. So yeah, you've got yeah. top four for God knows how long. You've yeah, cool. You've got money, yeah, cool. You've got a new stadium, yeah, cool. Uh, what have you got for it? Uh, mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then you can't be compared. To, your your history cannot be compared to other clubs. You, you yeah, know what I mean? If, that, we, if a, we look on the so that I, and I hate that. I hate that fact as well. If you look that at the man in the opposite managers now, yeah, yeah. If you look at the man in the opposite dugout as Emery, he's also got a fight. Because he's obviously someone that's looking at this team right now. I'm sure this season has told him a lot about who he needs to, who he needs to sell and who he needs, you know, what he needs to buy. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Half the you know, team. He's, 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 I think I'm sure by now he's seen who he can count on and who he can't count on. Because you know, the fact that you know, the fact that they've even played that well, having Mustafi as a right back. I mean, I don't know what that says about Arsenal or Tottenham. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's, <laughs> it's just it's something else. But and then the red uh, card, the red exactly. card as well, Torreira. Oh what do you think? man! You guys I saw. I saw. Do you know what? Yeah, my, my only take on that. Yeah, I saw DT try to defend that. He said, "Oh yeah, he got the ball. I don't care if he got the ball. He could have all got the ball when he was an assist. He could have broke man's legs. That is a yeah. red card. That is not even a debate. You know, what I mean, some of these fans in their tinted glasses they need to go and sit down somewhere, man. I mean, they, I mean, they they turn around and say things. Oh well, you know, back in the day. No, it's not back in the day anymore. It's now, and now that's a leg breaker. Just finished. Done. 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 That's a red card." All day, anyone that tries to comp- that tries to defend it, once it, it, anyone that tries to defend it is doing a Michael Owen and wants someone to get injured. That's just disgusting. Yeah, you're right. That is that, and like I said, Jack is a lucky boy. He didn't get sent off as well. Yep, <laughs> yep. That's another red one as well. Studs straight into the back of man's legs. You know what I mean? You know yeah. they were lucky. They were very lucky. Now, I think the the officials, linesman, and and the ref had a bit of a nightmare in this game. To be honest, because poor. There's, there's quite a lot of uh, <laughs> quite a lot of controversial decisions, but uh, yep. we shall swiftly move on and go to another derby. Everton vs Liverpool. I mean, with a slightly higher stakes on the Liverpool side. We we'll start off again at Sean. What did you make of this? Mate, I've never been so disappointed in watching that team play. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what? Oh, I don't even know where to start. It's just <laughs> diabolical, bro. I'm just so disgusted with it. Like, I mean, they started off well. They had opportunity. Salah, he had the opportunities to put the game to bed. It's just like the confidence is not there. But this is not the only game that he's been like that. I think. 
sub him, put Shakir on him to try and give him that bit of fire in his stomach to make him realise, look, I can be dropped and yeah. get me going, get him fired up. But nope, you just carry on playing him and playing him and playing him. And it's just, yes, he's a very good player, but sometimes these good players need to be dropped to be given a wake-up call. And I think that's what he needs. Because there's one, he ran through... But you can see by the touch he took, he, he had to take it inside and he just carried on going straight and then he tried to bend it into the corner. And that, mate, just keep it simple and get in the back of the net, bro. I don't want to win that, you understand? The worst thing is, the same manager that's keeping him on and in a sense, I think suffocating him and suffering him, is the same manager that was going nuts on the sideline when he missed that chance. He was absolutely good. He was losing his head on the sideline when he, when he missed that chance. And in mind, I was thinking... <laughs> Yeah, but if you don't give the guy a break, <laughs> right? No, this but, might go yeah, on for a bit longer. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but you know what? If if you want the ball to fall to anyone in that position, it's gonna be him because usually yeah. he does put them yeah, away. Yeah, you understand? Yeah. So, but he's not been playing well of late. I mean, you played all right, good during midweek, but the game before that against Man United, he was poor. So you need to drop him, bring Shakiri in. Or bring somebody else on, put Cater on or someone to make him mm. realize I can be dropped. Yeah, it definitely needs. Oh, it definitely needs. It's like I would say it's, it's probably like a, a mentality thing, isn't it? Because it's not like you man, he's just lost all his qualities like nah, Torres nah, nah, or something. Nah. You know what I mean? Because it's like he's it's like he's sort of not panicking, but he's kind of um, rushing, isn't it? Like yeah, but it's, it's like he's got three thoughts. Yeah, he's got yeah. like three thoughts in his head, and he don't know which one to do. And when he gets it, it's like it's like he just bashes the button. I'm gonna go with that one, and by then he's messed it up. Yeah, and it's true because last season everything was one, two, bang, there you go. Now it's like one, two, three, one, two, three. And he's like, by the time he gets to the chance he's about to shoot, he gets closed down. Look at that chance he had when um, Michael Keane closed him down. I'm yeah. thinking in my head, he pulls that trigger right foot or left foot last season. Straight instantly. away. Instantly. There's yeah. no, let me run closer to the goal to make this certified I'm going to score. Mm. It's I'm taking a shot now because I know I'm, I'm going to put it. Because that one, corner. but. By the time you got to the point where you had to shoot, the pass to the side was the better option at that point because he yeah, had yeah. made the angle so narrow kind of thing. You know I mean? Which is just his own fault kind of thing. But, I mean, I, I didn't watch the Watford game, but I didn't quite understand the whole Origi on the left, Manny in the middle, Salah right, balance to, of it. It didn't quite make honest, sense to me. Yeah, you know what? It worked for that game. Mate, this is a mm. derby. That's not going to run in this game. That yeah, was never going to run in this game. So I don't know what was the theory of it. And then what smacked it most for me during this game was Klopp. I don't know what you were thinking, making them substitutions you made. You took off Mane. And who else did you take off? You took off Wijnaldum. And you brought on Milner and Lalana. I mean, yes, oh, I Firmino. can understand. No, no, yeah, yeah, but yeah, he put on Firmino, but then mm. he put on Lolana. Mate, oh, yeah, yeah. That comes like you're just trying to secure a point to me because how is Lolana above Shakiri in the pecking uh, order? Right I now? don't know because you see, you bringing on Shakiri, that's creativity there, and with Lolana, you don't know whether that guy's gonna come on and get injured. I mean, he, he ain't played a lot. We we're going for a title here. Bring on a, the attacking player in Shakiri which he'll probably do something. Either he'll get a goal or create something. Because you've just you've got Firmino on the pitch now. He'll put one away if he gets mm. opportunity and Shakiri puts him through. So I think the substitutions he made today were poor. He, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. 
Yeah, I, th- I think he had, a, <laughs> he had a bit of a nightmare on that one because it's one of those things when you're trying to chase the game, you're changing not only the personnel was wrong, you know what I mean, bring on Milner and all that, but and learn, but you haven't actually changed the shape of the team. You just done like for like. Do you know what I mean? I thought, thought that was that was very uh, that was a bit poor on his part, and you know it's probably the reason why they didn't you know get the the points they needed, and yeah. it's going to be the reason why he gets this week's manager L of the week. One pathetic loser. Oh boy. Well, he's not quite a loser. He drew. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> it was uh not not very good. And then I mean the post match interview, I mean, defend this for me, Sean, because I didn't quite understand this. When he was talking <clears throat> about the conditions, the wind. Uh, what was the point of that comment? I didn't get that. Was that an excuse? I don't think it's so much an excuse. I mean, mate, they never played well. It's as simple as that. I don't know what the whole wind's got to do with it. Mate, you're professional footballers. You should be able to throw through wind, sandstorm. Because <laughs> the wind is there for, for Everton as well, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You should be able to play through anything, mate. You understand? But I don't know. I, don't ask me no more, could I? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, do you know what I mean? I, I, think, I think, you know, there's obviously managers a lot of times who try and sort of not call out their team do you know what I mean? <coughs> say we were poor or whatever it is I don't think Klopp is not really one of their managers that's gonna you know blame his team sort of thing to, but yeah he's not to, a Jose to be honest he's not a Jose yeah, he's not gonna throw them on under the he bus won't, yeah he <laughs> exactly. won't do it he won't do it publicly he'll probably yeah. do it behind in the exactly. dressing room but in the thing you'll just say just no, everything's good just have something better than the wind <laughs> the wind is a bit wild still do you know what I mean but you, you don't believe you don't believe the wind affected their footballing abilities now could I some strong wins in it. Nah, I, 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 don't, I don't see how he affected the final pass or, <laughs> <laughs> or Salah's touch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really... So what, what, what does it say for the title then? Because obviously... Mate, do you know what? It's not over until it's over. I mean, it's not in our hands no more, but it's not over until it's over. There's going to be a lot more twists and turns. I think the only thing that I'm optimistic about, and I know we've got to rely on kind of United, but that Manchester derby is a lot riding on it. Manchester need to win. Manchester United need to win in order to stay within the. It's going to be a strange that time, isn't place. it? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be a very Liverpool fans supporting Man United. It's gonna be a strange, strange. Oh, strange you know what? It's, it's actually a strange position to be in as a United fan yeah. as well. Because yeah, we need the top four. But we also don't want Liverpool to win the league. But we also don't want Man City to win the league. So <laughs> lose lose situation. Yeah, yeah, for us it's lose lose. So yeah, it, uh, the thing is, the truth is, Man City have a loss in them. Uh, once again, Liverpool have another loss in them as well. Nine games left. I think it's nine games left. Yeah, it, well, it, yeah. It, as, as, as I mean, to be fair, it's, looking it's at a squeaky it, squeaky bum time, but that's for sure. I think. You know, because I'm looking at this, I'm thinking if, if if you just look at the fixtures, you know, look at what who's got what left, you would say Liverpool have got the advantage. You know what I mean on fixtures alone. Yeah. Then obviously, but if you look at the experience, you'd say Man City. You know what I mean? They've got more experience of the title, of kind of running, kind of thing. So you know, that's what makes it very intriguing and balanced. But you know, one for thing's me, for sure, I'm I sure really, it will come down to the last game. I I think I you know what I was going to go further than that. I think it's going to come down to goal difference. No. 
Oh, I'm oh. telling you. I think oh. it's going to come down to gold difference. Maybe Liverpool got a bit of making up to do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, I mean. We're going to have to get like 15 goals in one game. <laughs> <laughs> I think when he... I think because... Have you, have you got Huddersfield had had coming up? <laughs> <laughs> there you go, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a tough one for me, but I don't know what... I don't know what where to go on this one. <laughs> what a painful place to be in, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, people are talking about nerves and stuff like that, but you know, you, the, can, you can talk about nerves with obviously Liverpool, but you know, when Man City lost to Newcastle, you know, I mean, you can't mention nerves because they've done it before, so you know, I'm sure everyone's nervous, but it's just how you deal with it, you know, what I mean, coming yeah, towards it's, it's the it's the pressure cooker time, man. This is this is when champions are made, this is when you enjoy becoming a champion, and I'm um, it, it, the, the truth about it is, unlike last season, where they, at this point Man City knew they already won the title, right? Mm-hmm. So at least it's getting drawn down to the wire. At, at least for as a neutral, thank God for that because we don't want a repeat of last season where they, they've won by they've won by <laughs> end of January. We don't want that nonsense again. So this would be good for the neutral, for the fans to watch. A bit painful for some for some people, but you know what? It makes it entertaining. This is why we love uh, the Premier League. Uh, well, where do you want to go next? Anyway, well, speaking of uh, who it's painful for, <laughs> might as well go to Man United, didn't it? Man United against uh, Southampton, 3-2. Yeah. How do you like this one? I definitely like um, the goals. <laughs> i tell you what, it wasn't uh, a... Ple- it, well, it was a pleasant watch at the end, but during the game, <laughs> it just looked... At, for me, it looked like one of those games you just felt United were going to draw because we're having all these half chances and... It was falling to Lukaku's feet and some ones that he just needed to put either right or left of the goalkeeper, he'll put it down the middle. Um, some of them would be saved by the goalkeeper. Then Southampton were catching us on the break. They, you know, you know, pardon the pun, but it was definitely end-to-end football and the quality of the goals. Now, I know Sean's going to bemoan about the first goal because it was near mm-hmm. post. And I agree with him, actually. They should not let goals like that go past him, right? Especially when he's asking for shot, three hundred. Yeah, nah, it was a good shot. It I'll was a good honest. shot, but there's two things that really got on my nose about this. The first one was Luke Shaw. He didn't really attempt to block this guy's um, vision of the goal, and then by not mm. attempting to block it, he, he inadvertently blocked De Gea's vision of the the ball coming as well. Obviously, that right back hit him with a lot of power, lot of movement. But I'm still saying I think my goalkeeper should save that in the near post. But it was, at the end, it was still a brilliant strike. And what a way to start the, the goals off. Now, like I said, my United had a lot of half chances in between the game coming coming through. And then uh, one Piera, Piera, um, Andre Piera, uh, came, counter-attack. Oh, what a shot as well. Cut it to his right foot and beautiful goal. Probably the best goal of United this season. I don't know about the Prem, but one of the best goals I've seen. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like, say I wouldn't say this season, bro. Well, well, <laughs> maybe not for Prem, but definitely I thought for United. I thought it's one of the best goals I've seen. <laughs> right? Um, fantastic exactly. shot. Exactly. Townsend against Man City, mate. That's the best one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Said, oh, got some good goals in it this season still. <laughs> but you know, he whipped it in beautiful. Then of course we get. I think we get another half chance, and then. Pereira again put a through ball into to Lukaku who cuts in curls it with his right foot 
something that Kuda would have uh, felt on the weekend, on the weekdays. But you know, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> Lukaku whipped right foot. Oh, we've heard that before this week, haven't we, mate? <laughs> but yeah, so Lukaku's done that, giving us the lead two one. We're thinking, cool. I'm thinking we're going to go from here. It's going to be three two four one. So you know, the, the score line is just going to keep going higher in Man United's favour. What I didn't expect was that fantastic free kick from um, the Southampton player, Ward-Prowse. Ward-Prowse, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. If you're going to put it somewhere the goalkeeper can't reach, that's where you put it. Absolutely fantastic. I actually can't remember if the foul was even a foul, but it was probably stupid for us to give it away in that area anyway. And then just when you think the game's going to be over, it's going to be finished 2-2, we've um, not taken advantage of the draw um, by Tottenham and Arsenal. Pops up Lukaku. I'm uh, sure had the ball, knocked it to Fred. Fred tried to do it, uh, you know, uh, like round the corner pass. It, it, it didn't quite go to where he wanted to, but you know, a hit off the defender went straight to Lukaku, who then spun again, edge of the box, right foot, killed it in. We, right, and what makes me laugh is he looks more lethal with his weaker foot than his stronger foot. <laughs> that, that's what cracked me up, and it's oh, just, man. it's you know, Ollie's at the wheel. Everyone's happy, everyone's buzzing, and we've got ourselves into fourth position again. It's good times, it's good times. And then so look, do you, do you I just read something in the newspaper as well of where it's Jose Mourinho's trying to put doubts on Ole's long term uh, ability to man, manage United. How about you shut up? Uh, Jose Mourinho has been talking about <laughs> nonsense recently. <laughs> you know, right? We'll talk about that after the pod. <laughs> I've got some things to say about that guy still. Oh, but hold on, wait, one thing. You know what I was glad about? Pogba, your stupid run-up, mate. Eh? <laughs> and you missed that penalty. That would teach you. I think, it's up I think he should have given that to Lukaku anyway, let him get his hat-trick. I, I didn't know why I was, was surprised by that. Like, yeah. I'm pretty surprised that he was taking it. Um, he's trying to pad, but, up, pad up his numbers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? And it's... It's it's a disappointment. It's unlucky because the goalkeeper, you know, he just managed to stick a foot out, and he had enough power behind his foot as well to make it go up in the air. So it's a shame, but yeah, that run up. Everyone's talking about it, but before this season, you know, he has been doing that run up for almost all his career. So the run up and run up, man, is as long as he puts it in the back of the net. This time, well, he didn't. This time, yeah, his, num- his numbers have been really good, so I'm not going to complain. He's just one of them. He's just one of them run ups where obviously, if he works, he's, he's been working for a minute, but it just looks a bit silly when he doesn't go when in. When it doesn't work, yeah, it's like when people chip it down the middle, like it's like whoa, until exactly. <laughs> when it doesn't work. You either, you either a genius or you know an absolute idiot. <laughs> mean. Mate, if you're on the biggest idiot when the keeper you go to chip it and he just stands there and catches it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's just so. I mean, I was I was looking at this uh, United sort of lineup, and so if you come up, um, let's say against Man City, would you play Lukaku through the middle again, or are you going to go back to pace for the counter? Because I don't know if that balance is going to work with Lukaku in the middle, because Rashford has kind of pushed what to the right a little bit or left. Yeah, he, he was pushed to the left, but that's I think that's mainly yeah. to do with Martial's injury anyway. Um, I think mm. at the time we face City, I think Martial's back. I'm gonna state, I'm gonna think we're gonna stick with this team at the moment. Um, the one thing I do like about Ole, he seems to go with the person on in form rather than person not in form. So Martial's coming back from injury, probably best not to put him rushing for a Man City game. Might as well leave Lukaku. He might just get you a goal. 
Leave Rashford on, on the on the left. He's definitely going to use his pace uh, and get in behind at some point. What they might do is do that um, diamond formation, or should I say, fake false nine formation, um, mm-hmm. with Mata or Lingard instead of having out on out wingers, left right wingers. So it'll be interesting. I mean, like we said earlier, we need the we need the points. Liverpool need us to win and Man City need us to lose it's a bit messy so well, hopefully we go with our own form players and it's a derby so any time to beat them would be better yeah so let, let, let's I'll say let's go with Lukaku I think he will get us a goal he's on form right now he's on a purple patch yeah, why, why take him off it should be interesting what, we don't, what uh, we don't want to do is play Sanchez I've had enough of him does anyone want him for half price like I, I, I don't know if you ask, I would take him for free. I wouldn't even take him at Palace, mate. <laughs> yeah, honestly, anyone can take him. Maybe it's time for him to go China because he, he's. I mean, when a right back comes on and is more effective than you, you have problems. So, as meant to be a world class winger. Delo he just looks on, kind of bereft of ideas. Do you know what I mean? Like, he gets the ball and. He's doing five. <sighs> he's thinking about five different things at the same time. Yeah, four, you know what I mean. It's like, them, what should I do? Should I pass? Them, he can't Dribble? do. What, you know what cracks me up about him? Yeah, he gets the point and goes, "Should I take this guy on? No, I don't have the pace. Okay, should I cross it with my left foot? No, I don't have a left foot. Oh no, should I cut back? Oh no, if I cut back, he's gonna know I'm gonna cut back because I cut back all the time. Or maybe I shouldn't do that. By the time he's thought about that, everyone's gone back, and now, now all he's got is the L1 triangle, the <laughs> chip, chip, um, what's it, fruit ball that he keeps doing and never works. That's literally what yeah. he does. Or pass it back to Luke Shaw, and it's like oh, yeah, I mean, and, and record record number of um, balls lost in a half in a match, all that stuff. You know, what I mean, he's been breaking all I kinds mean, of wrong records. That's the thing. <laughs> Losing the ball that much is fine if you've got the productivity. Obviously, we all know that Messi loses the ball the most, but my God, his productivity is a hundred times better than Sanchez right now. So, I don't see why he's losing the ball. That's the last time you should ever mention Messi and Sanchez in the same breath. (laughs) (laughs) You're moving mad. (laughs) You're moving mad. I was just putting context, bruv. That's all. (laughs) Nah, that context is wild. (laughs) Context is mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah but nah. uh, end, end, you know, end result, his end product is just absolutely not good enough. It's woeful. It's got to the point now. I wouldn't even play him anymore because I'd rather play. I'd rather breed in one of these youngsters instead. Like, yeah, like I said, the low who's a right back plays right wing and he's better than you. And that's your position. He's meant to be a defender. It it it's it's pointless. It's pointless. I mean that Liverpool game. Someone gets injured. Sanchez is there fully fit. We risk putting Lingard on instead. That says it all for me. That says it all. That's how far down the, the chopping board you are. Just <laughs> just allow it, man. Now he's injured. Take a rest. Go on holiday. Go visit America. Go talk yeah, I'm to sure. your agent I'm to sure. go to China. I'm sure just, China wants, wants people. Yeah, it's just just go China, man. Can join can join Zlatan in, um, what's he called? In LA Galaxy or something. Yeah, it's time. It's time. His time is done. His time is done. Boy. <laughs> anyway, we'll, uh, what should we move on to? What should we move on to? Probably Watford Leicester. Dan was it Watford? How did you watch this one? I'm gonna leave that one to you guys. Watford Leicester. How did you guys see it? I got. A, I'm gonna laugh at uh, Brennan Rogers because I don't know how you leave a job that you're about to win a title in for a job that 
looked a bit. It's one of those poison chalice because all the managers have been backstabbed at some point by the same players. So I don't know <laughs> why you'd want to leave that. So <laughs> for him know, to lose in his first official right. game made me made me chuckle a little bit. The game it. itself, uh, I thought it's a shame that he finished Watford winning. I actually thought a draw would have been a good result, but obviously Andy Gray didn't think so. And he wanted to go in the last minute. Um, so he started off, I think Dini got the header from a, a good free, free kick um, in the first the first bit. And then uh, Vardy equalised at the one-on-one. Neat finish. Typical Vardy pace finish. <laughs> nothing, nothing new here. Uh, and then obviously last minute, round about the last minute, Andy Gray gets a little flick on. First touch, puts it away from the defender. Second touch, puts it, puts it through the goalkeeper, wins the game. Good celebration as well, I suppose. He was <laughs> screaming like he hadn't scored in ages. So, I thought it was a good game. Good end-to-end game. Mate, sure, last-minute winner. He, des- he, he, he deserves I'll, to run around like an mate, idiot, man. You're lucky he didn't take off his boxer shorts and run around and take his boots off and everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good end-to-end game. Quite fast-paced. Yeah, good, good finish by Vardy as well yeah, when he scored. I mean, he's, he went off injured as well, so... Leicester might be in a bit of problems here, mate. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, going by um, their tradition of uh, sacking managers when they've, you know, haven't won a match in six games, so he's got five games to save his job. Um, <laughs> Rogers, isn't it? <laughs> you know what I mean, so you better you better get to working, boy. Exactly. You better get to working. But um, right, let's let's move on to the next to the next game, which is uh, Fulham versus uh, Chelsea. 2-1 to Chelsea. Kepa back into the team. Man in the match performance as well, I'll say, I think, mm. as well. Yeah, Apart from one fumble that he done, <laughs> which, uh, you know, really got away with it a little bit there. Yeah. The good thing for him, he was babble that was in his vicinity, so he wouldn't have scored anyway. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> so he was all right there, boy. He was all right. But I actually thought Fulham done, didn't do too bad in this game, actually. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I, I think... I think one yeah, I mean, like I said, I think Kepa did have man of the match performance because otherwise Fulham could definitely have got a point here and probably deserved it, to be honest, the way they were playing. It was good to see to see them giving it, giving it a go. I don't know, understand this uh, instant, you know, drop that people have when they get a new manager, but this is what their third manager this year. <coughs> like, I mean, it didn't work this time, but maybe they'll play better again the next the next week. I gotta say, what a volley by Chambers! Uh, one of the most, well, I would mm. say, one of the people that could hold his head up in this Fulham disaster, actually. Seemed- I was very surprised with Chambers actually playing in midfield, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he played okay. Yeah. I mean he's that. Been do- he's been doing well. Obviously, we gotta mm. talk about you know Chelsea's striker. You know, getting his third goal of the season. Higuain, typical Higuain finish in the box. There's oh, yeah. nothing. If, if anyone's watched European football, there's nothing new about that finish. It was just expected. Hey, this is think... this is the bread and butter of Higuain. Yeah. These, yeah. these yeah. normal league said, games, he was yeah, slapped no them in. Like I, I always say, don't give him the pressure matches or anything in the Champions League because we know what he would do, boy. We fumbling for City, but, but it, yeah, as a league striker, him, yeah. he's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, if you give him these games and you give him what I think he had about three, four, maybe even five chances in this game, and then he finally put put one away. This is it. This is Iguain. He'll he'll do that. He'll score. People will look at the stats afterwards and think, oh, he's a quality, quality, quality striker. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> people have their doubts. And of course, the, the big po- talking point for me was Jorginho was next to the op- opposition box and he scored a goal. <laughs> you must have been a bit dizzy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought he was lost. I thought, mate, what are you doing over there? That's not where you're meant to be. Um, but then looking at what the way he passed it instantly into the net, accurate like that, why is he not doing his work closer to the goal? God knows. God knows. I right. think sorry is just uh, very he's stubborn. stubborn in yeah, stubborn. he's a stubborn man. Oh, mate. He's like, it's going to work. He's going to be behind. <laughs> <laughs> sorry is that guy in the betting shop, isn't it? Just, yeah. <laughs> just chucking them coins in, boy. Just, nah, nah, it's going to come. It's going to come. win. Sir, the horse is not on the list. He will definitely win. A hundred percent. He's so stubborn because... You can see Kante is better behind. Well, you don't even need to see. You just know Kante is better behind Jorginho. I mean, when they play City in the in the cup final, when Kante was further back, they played better than when they got the walloping 6-0. Now, <laughs> why wouldn't you leave it like that? But he said, no, you want to be the man to say, no, my tactics will work. No matter if Kante is the best defensive midfielder in the league, <laughs> my world. tactics are going to work well one of <laughs> it's, 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 yeah, it's stubbornness to another degree like it's just and, and even when I was watching this game any time that Kante was a little bit further behind Jorginho he was winning the ball instantly winning the ball giving it to him then running off him and making a run and you're looking at going just leave him there just leave him there just let him do what he's doing there Right, and I don't even know. Do players have any, like, do they talk or talk? Because Jorginho must know he's struggling as well in that position. Or maybe does he really think he's he's gonna make it yeah, happen as well? I'm sure just he's like just he's just happy to be on the, on the team shit, and you know, what I mean, he's probably just like, yep, yeah, well, as long as I'm two, starting. Well, he's got two thousand plus passes, and now he's finally got a goal. So you know, useful at least from open play. His first <laughs> one of the season. Yeah. Wild. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Useful. It's absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Anyway, let's uh, swiftly move on. Nah, let's move on to my boys. Crystal Palace. Lie, I didn't watch this game <laughs> at all. I was just shocked by the scoreline, so I'm intrigued to hear yeah, what you've got yeah, to say yeah, about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm about shocked about the scoreline. Relax, bro. Anyway, a comfortable, comfortable 3-1 victory. Spurs, this is how you win at Burnley, okay? Take notes. Hey. Um, oh, oh boy. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, exactly. We wait, I mean, I don't know, man. I just thought. I would say I was. I expected more from Burnley, actually. To be honest, you know, I mean, being the home team and all that. But they're usually uh, a good team at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got, you know, they got. It had more of the ball, more position, slightly more shots, but nothing. I really um, tested the keepers. We just hit them on the break. You know? And it's, it's good to have a striker that can finish, isn't it? Whoa, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I had to replay that goal about four times. <laughs> you know I mean? like, yeah, look at that. Huh? Straight first touch, straight into the goal, man. I can't believe ben it. Ben t- who? Yo, Ben, you might as well go to the reserves. I never want to see him nowhere near the thing again, boy. I mean, man like Batchway is slapping them in now. But even the, the first goal, I mean, we were killing them on the wings. Do you know what I mean? With... Uh, Zaha and Bissaka and even the useless schlop was useful. I just looked, I just saw Zaha's goal when he made both of them to catch, 
both defenders catch taxis. Oh my lord! Oh, oh, yeah, oh my he lord! He set them down. They, they didn't want any of that. <laughs> they didn't want no smoke all game. They were getting they were getting twist up. Do you know what I mean? It's only really towards the end when they got their little, you know, consolation goal. They tried to put a little bit of pressure when um, the big man came on Crouch. You know that they actually done anything worth of note but it's typical Palace useless at home fantastic away you know all our best results best performances have been away from home but it just goes to show we're, we're a counter-attacking side so you don't really work when you're the home team you know yeah, so. trying, to, yeah trying to dominate <laughs> possession yeah definitely so that's why that's why I wasn't really surprised <laughs> about the result you know what I mean you know but because um, yeah away from home we'd be much better but you know let it be Burnley or Cardiff at home we'll make a real meal out of it <laughs> <laughs> we'll make a minute of it but yeah this moves to 33 points a little bit uh, 6 six points or 7 points whatever it is away from the relegation battle we obviously we need to get to the magical 40 points before we can uh, actually take a sigh of relief anyway let's uh, I'll move on to somebody else what other games have we got left now Bright- Brighton Huddersfield and then City I- Bournemouth I guess Brighton Huddersfield I didn't even really watch this. The only thing that intrigued me was how paid off their manager was. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the interview. Did you see this? <laughs> he was fixed. Oh my days! I had to replay the thing. Just hold on. What, what happened? Did they get did they get robbed or what? He was just annoyed because of the because how the the Brighton goal came about. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't do this in Premier League. I was thinking, whoa, calm down, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell. I was like, yeah, if, he's, if he's saying that in the mix zone, boy, <laughs> don't want to see him in the in the dressing room. Those guys were getting body blows in there. You yeah. must have been there yeah, a long I day. I don't think he, he wasn't a happy bunny at all. But I don't know what he's crying bunny. about anyway. They're done, man. <laughs> Me, you're on 14 <laughs> points. <laughs> Your season's done. <laughs> You're all but relegated, relax. Yeah, you said it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are they are done, innit? I mean, you're just in the premiership now to be a nuisance to other teams, really. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be the kind of team to pull off a surprise that affects the title race, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For no good reason, you know, just... <laughs> Just, just making yeah, up the numbers. I'll probably have a party about it as well. You know, <laughs> that that would be the, that would be their highlight of the season. I was just looking at the table. They're on fourteen points. I mean, twenty nine games and only fourteen points. That is That's special. That is that is embarrassing, man. Special. And then you know I mean? Fulham, Fulham are only three points ahead of them with uh, seventeen, and then Cardiff is twenty five points. I mean, that's gap. how that's how far away they are. From further yeah. bottom, yeah, they're gone. They're gone. They, they might as well just start doing their fixtures for next season. <laughs> start, start planning the, the travels back and forth in the championship. They're, they're finished. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, speaking of Cardiff, did you guys see the save from the Cardiff keeper? I mean, he was pointless because yeah. they still lost two 0 but <laughs> against Wolves. But my days, what a save! What yeah. a save! Do you know he's actually much- a decent keeper? You know that. Mm. Yeah, man, absolutely. That that save was incredible. I mean, I thought that was a comfortable win in it for Wolves. I didn't really see much what Cardiff done in that game. Yeah, they half them passed, but you know, Wolves had them under control the whole game. Um, but I can, you know, for the highlights I saw, there was just a lot of passing around and keep keeping the ball, and doing what Wolves do really. Um, 
I think was it the first goal where they just did the whole one two round the whole damn team I thought I mean the, the most dangerous thing about it was right in the middle of the park like if any team sets up in Prem you should always protect your, your centre your core as they said mm. if, if these guys can do two touch football with about four or five players and go around you you're, you're, in, you're in hard times bro you are in hard times yeah absolutely shocking absolutely shocking I mean the last game Stewart's game probably wouldn't have been the last game if he was here if he weren't too busy celebrating yeah West Ham 2 against uh, Newcastle I think I only saw the first half in this game actually I was, I was there to see uh, Declan Rice score and do the gun lean which I thought go on I big mean, man go on I mean big. the gun it was I a mean, bit stiff but go on big that man he was, he, was a, he was a Brexit gun lean still <laughs> <laughs> the, the gun lean had no source <laughs> but, you know, props were trying anyway <laughs> Oh, we'll take the recognition, man, but you know, a little bit more practice on that one, maybe. <laughs> you know, big up yourself for trying. I'll give you a round of applause. But... <laughs> give me A for effort. Yeah. <laughs> effort is all that matters, mate. Effort. Um, was it a penalty? I think this is a unanimous decision, to be fair. Was that a penalty that Hernandez they got tackled? I didn't even see this. <laughs> Uh, trust me, it was a penalty. That's a Mark Noble point. I'm with you with that one. I think it was a penalty, this one. Nah, it was bad. definitely a good penalty kick, though. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's My exactly days. what you need. Um, and that's what happens when you take a good run up. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, my days. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, well, that's a, a very. Well, City Bournemouth. Oh, no, no, I was just saying this, that that was a very good result for um, West Ham in it. Do you know what I mean? Moving up to ninth because they they've been the Jekyll and Hyde team of 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 the league. You know what I mean? You just don't know what West Ham you're gonna get. Yeah, I mean, you know, game to game kind yeah, of thing. Thirty nine points. But yeah, last but certainly not least, <laughs> Man City against Bournemouth. How can we forget the team that's top of the table? Mad. <laughs> I'll leave that. I'll leave that to uh, Abbas. What do you make of it? Oh, <laughs> All right. So first off, I just thought Man City were only dangerous from corners. Um, they didn't seem to have that cutting edge when it comes to the attacking, uh, as the scoreline suggests. And also, Bournemouth are actually, for some reason, Man City's bo- bogey team. In terms of, they always seem to struggle to win there. Maybe not necessarily lose to them, but they always struggle to win. Uh, it was a hard-fought game. Um, Mares t- uh, got the goal with his right-foot finish. It's pretty much what they needed, you know, to make sure they put in pressure on Liverpool. Uh, but now, obviously, now it's on Liverpool to put pressure on them. Uh, I think there were some good counter-attacks in the second half. Um, Sterling, lightning fast counter-attack, but he couldn't finish the, on these. Um, he could have doubled the lead, couldn't finish his one-on-one chance. I think the game opened up at that point as well because Bournemouth had to come out. They had to come out and play to try and score and get a point. And because of that, the more spaces for Man City to work in. There was a very, very cheeky attempt by Aguero to lob the keeper. Um, <laughs> for, I can't even know. Ridiculous position as well. Almost worked because he hit the crossbar. Go Goalkeeper, um, fingertip as well. Fingertip save. And I think Otamendi had a good chance as well from a corner again in the second half. But it was a good save from the goalkeeper. All in all, it was a hard for 1-0. It, mm. They deserved it. I think Bournemouth need to they need to be more clinical, but I think that's not something that is a shock. I think we've said that a lot this season. 
when they have their clinical moments, maybe they could have got a point out of this, maybe even sneaked a, sneaked a, a win. But they're not clinical and they're not playing the way, you know, they're not playing the way they should be playing right from minute one, which is gone whole. <laughs> then this is the sort of thing that tends to happen. You know, yeah. as as far as City is concerned, yeah, I just got one point. Sterling, I think we we need to start putting some a little bit more respect on his name because I don't, I don't I don't think he's he's you know apart from obviously the whole newspaper thing which we don't know about, but just him as a player, he's not talked about in the echelons that he should be. Do you know what I mean? Because you know when you look at his numbers and the effect that he has on a team as big as Man City. Yeah, this is one of the best players in the league, if not Europe. Do you, you know, know what I mean? But you know what he's not is? discussed like that. Yeah, you, know? you see, the thing about him is, and maybe I was a... I fought this last season. I fought this last season a lot. Um, I know Ronaldo made a career of it, being the person that you seem to always get the pass to in the last bit. So all you have to do is a tap in. Ronaldo, I know he scored 40, 50, 60 goals a season, but at least 30 of them were the same thing where someone's just passing the ball across and he's there to go. Yeah, yeah thank you, I'll take that. Sterling's done the same thing in this Man City system and he's done it to the T. Sane's, I think the highest amount of assists for his goals is from Sane, right? Now, my problem is, it's like they don't want to give him the credit because maybe he's not as beautiful on the eye as De Bruyne and Silva and... Uh, they always try. They always try and big up Bernardo Silva as well to some yeah, ridiculous yeah. level. But well and truly, without Sane, without Sterling, and without Aguero, this whole beautiful play that that um, Pep Guardiola does wouldn't work. Because he, I mean, just think of it. He needs yeah. that vital finishing point. So he needs like two or three players that are just direct. I need a goal now. So he lets you let's guys just do imagine. all the stuff. Do you know what I mean? Let's just imagine, yeah. And this is not even a joke thing. He was Sterlino. Different, <laughs> you know what I mean? different sort of with the same numbers, airlines. the same effect he has on the on the on, on the game. How big would his name be in football? Uh, you know I mean? be blowing up. They'd be linking <laughs> him with every I mean? other I'm Spanish team. They'll be talking about. Else. You know what I mean? He's linked with you know Barca, Madrid, all this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I'm I, telling I, you. And that's another thing. <laughs> they don't respect his actual technical ability. That, that's, what that's what that's what surprises me the most. So with all this beautiful football you see how many times do you actually see him lose lose his um, first touch first touch goes wayward never he's but then look at his assist look at good. his first touch do you know what I mean he's got the vision to, to play through balls as well like do you know what I mean he's actually you know a very complete attacker yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean you, you know what when you say that you're right because you know obviously watching him previously at Liverpool and seeing him now at City his finishing has improved drastically hmm because, boy, he used to run through at Liverpool and you'd be like, oh, God, he was... Yeah, you don't know. Just that panic. Yeah. I mean, he missed one this, I think, missed one on one this today, but as he was running through, no one was thinking yeah, he, he was going to miss it. Everyone's thinking, yeah, he's going to put this one away. That's, yeah, that's exactly, the change that's, that has happened with him. That's the improvement seasons. that he's made. I think he's helped. What's helped is that he's got a good manager behind him as well in Pep. Hmm. I mean, I think for him to flourish, he had to leave Liverpool at that time because of Rodgers because I don't think he was going to get any better because he wouldn't have got the management that he's got now. But And with the with, with the players he's playing around, around as well. Him, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you know, he's in training with the Gueros of this world every time, you know, De Bruyne's and that, you know, so he has to up the levels. And, and at City as well, you just know every summer the next big thing could just yeah. come in. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> what? I mean? To be honest, you see, when Pep was going to City, I thought... Oh, mate, what's going to happen to him now? But 
I think he, I think he wanted to get rid of him. He did want to get rid of him. And then he just decided, I think, the season he tried to get rid of him. He had the energy. He did all right. And he looked at him and thought, you know what? I've got Son in the other side. I might as well keep you. And I don't think at that time anyone could get Mares from Leicester. So it was yeah. like, okay, fine, I'll, I'll coach you. And if anything that comes out of Pep's legacy, it's the change that he's done to to Sane and to to Sterling. That's the look at the that's signings. Look, look at the two signings of Bernardo Silva and Mares. Those are signings that would have thought, okay, these that's, are, those are Pep Sterling signings. killers. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. and that's what I was about to mention next. This guy's bought Mares. Mares, who was you know player of the year, but etc. etc. Most important. Most hot, hot tip player everyone wanted him. He's come to Man City and he's still playing behind Sterling. That's how good Sterling is. But no one's talking about it. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're making it out like Mares isn't performing. No, Sterling is <laughs> outperforming him. Period. Yeah. Simple. <laughs> no discussion about it. Not that Mares can't score a goal because he always seems to come on and score anyway, right? It's just whatever Sterling's doing in training, whatever he's doing in the game, it's just 10 times better. Just give him the props for it. But of course, we know why he's not getting the props because he has his beef with the newspapers that are the ones that create the, the, the you know the noise for the these hype. players. You know the hype because these are the same people that they couldn't wait to hype up. You know the likes of Barkley when they thought they were going to be the next big things. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean do, you, do you remember how down. highly people were talking about Barkley beginning of the season when Chelsea were? They started talking about Barkley yeah. like he was Sterling. I was like, What's yeah, going on? you know, you're right. And Barkley, mate, dead. Too. Where is he now? Dead. <laughs> You know what I mean? Jack Wilshire. They've been trying to sell us Jack Wilshire oh, for donkey's please, years. Don't, hey, we don't have time for that. Don't let me start on that one. Don't let me start <laughs> on that one. Anyway, anyway. Man, just, everyone will we've, say We've gone over Spanish. time anyway. He's definitely not English. He's Spanish. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, man. Absolute joke. Anyway, I think that's that's uh, all the games covered. If you've missed any, you're not significant. I think we have covered all of them. Wow. <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, who have you got left? Uh, Burnley, I know we covered all of them. Yeah, yeah we covered, <laughs> we've covered all of them. No one, no one's been missed out. You know, it's been another interesting week on both ends of the table. Uh, and we'll move on to the most exciting part of the podcast: predictions. Yeah. Let's go. Kick this off with Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Oh dear! I got Palace for a two-one. No, not even two-one. What's talking about? Two-nil victory. Come on, come on. I like like that energy. Palace 3-1. Let's do it. You know, I really want to wind up Kudo today, but nah. You know what? I can't see nothing but a Palace win. 3-1. That's going to be 2-0 uh, Brighton then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got Cardiff three West Ham. i got Cardiff for a 3-0 victory. Whoa. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I've got, I've got this I've got this for, for a 1-1 draw. Yeah, nah, I'm with Stuart on this one. Sorry, 2-0 West Ham. You guys are rude, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, at least that way, you know, you won't be celebrating too hard. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be, be, be listening to that with his eyes wide open now, boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my days. I'll be waiting for my text when he, when he listens. <laughs> All right, we've got Huddersfield versus Bournemouth. I've got Huddersfield... No, i got Bournemouth for a 2-0 victory. Yeah, Bournemouth... 2-1 Bournemouth 3 no. it's the most uninteresting game I've ever had <laughs> move it on alright we've got Leicester v Fulham i got this for a 3-3 free free. I've got this 3-1 uh, Leicester hey 2-1 Fulham alright we've got Newcastle v Everton 
I got five nil Newcastle. Wow! <laughs> Someone's upset. Oh, one nil, one nil Newcastle. Three <laughs> one Everton. What the hell? Yeah. All right, we got Salva and V Spurs. I got Spurs for a three one victory. I've got a cheeky two one for Southampton. Yes, Kuda! 2-1 Southampton as well! <laughs> Need Spurs to lose, bro. Alright. I've got Man City versus Watford. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a 2-2. I don't think it's going to be that, but I'm hoping for a 2-2. <laughs> Say it with your chest, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go Man City 2-0. Man City 4-0. Business right. time. We got Liverpool v Burnley. I got Liverpool for a 3 0 victory. Yeah, it's going to be Liverpool's revenge. 4 uh, 1 Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I got a cheeky 1 0 Bournemouth Burnley win. If there's one <laughs> team that likes to ruin Liverpool's party, it's Bournemouth, bro. Yeah, alright. <laughs> we got Chelsea v Wolves. Ooh. I got Wolves for a cheeky 1-0 victory. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves. Yeah, it's like I'm reading your paper, mate. It's 2-1 Wolves for me. <laughs> right, and on to the final game, a spicy one. Spice. We got, yes, we got Arsenal v Manchester United. Woo. Arsenal 3-1. Nah, nah. Arsenal just bottled, all bottled this one. 3-1 United. <laughs> Man's going 4-1 United, man. Whoa. Jesse Lingard <laughs> to dance again at his stadium. Oh, boy. What, what is he doing this time? Well, he's already done the moonwalk. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to run out of dances. the spinny Rooney or the worm or something. <laughs> it's his dance floor, bro. What, what can we say? My <laughs> days. My days. Anyway, if you enjoyed listening to the podcast, make sure you are subscribed. Like, leave a comment. You know what I mean. Tell us what you think. You know, wait, wait, agree, wait, wait. before disagree. we even go any further, if you're gonna put no bet on, yeah, when the fun stops, stop. Absolutely, because we're not responsible for it. You're the one who's pressing the buttons. But don't forget to send us the ten percent, though. Uh, Thank the you. Gamble responsibility. <laughs> Thank you for. As well, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, yeah, make sure you're subscribed on all podcast platforms. You know what I mean? I ain't going to name them. iTunes, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Subscribe, comment, like, share, all that good stuff. Catch us on Twitter, E2E Football Pod. Um, Instagram, N21 Football Podcast. YouTube, N21 Football Podcast. And Facebook, N21 Football Podcast. We'll see you again next week. Later. Adios. Bye. No, no, Viva la France, no? Man, don't do Viva la France. They went on Viva Viva now. Nah, 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 nah. They blocked it out. I don't do the game. Yeah, well, you got Viva. Yeah, drag. Yeah.